Good evening, good evening, everyone. Thank you all for coming on tonight before the throne where we meet the King prayer line. My name is Apostle Joanne Hall, and it's a pleasure to bring forth the word of encouragement tonight. Before we go into the word of God, i like to go into prayer. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I just want to thank you for this opportunity. I want to thank you for this moment that you allow me to come before your presence once, once again to be able to converse with you. I just want to thank you, Father, that I love you. I appreciate you. I thank you for this time that I'm able to come before your presence again. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Daddy. I love you so much. Thank you for this time. Thank you for your presence, your peace, your love, your joy, and your understanding. Father, I ask you right now to forgive me all my transgressions, sins of omission and commission, knowing and unknowing things I may have thought, said, done, partaken, engaged, insist that did not please you. And I ask you to forgive me, Father, for anything, everything, Anything I said before I even came on this conversation, before I came on this line, so I actually got to search my heart, my mind, my soul, and my spirit. So I decrease, so you may increase, Daddy. Father, you may increase in me. I decrease, so you may increase. And I ask you to forgive me for anything I have said and done again. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask that you anoint my ears and my eyes in my hands, and my mouth, that you will speak through me, that they don't hear me, but they hear you through me. And I ask the Lord to anoint my eyes so I may minister to your people the way you desire me to say. I thank you, God, for the help of the Holy Spirit to guide me and lead me. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, amen and amen. So, um... Which, you know, um, when I looked at the schedule, I was like, okay, God, I'm going to be talking tonight. <laughs> I said, you know, I talked to the Lord. I was having a conversation. I'm very in an interested season right now. And um, I've been having a lot of conversation with God. And I asked God, you know, like, you know, anytime I got to talk to people and minister to people, I'm always asking God, what do you want to say? Because um, I, I don't know about everybody else, but I'm I'm a little bit like I want to say a little bit like, like scared of God, which is like a not a bad thing, but it's a form of honoring the Father. And I don't like talking like um, saying something that God don't say. Let me say it like that. <laughs> So I'm a little like a little skeptical just to say something. So I, I like to hit God first. That's what I mean by I'm a little bit scared of God like that. <laughs> and uh, I said, Dad, like, what do you want me to say to your people tonight? What do you want me to say? So I was talking to him, you know, through my regular routine, and I was like, God, show me what you want. I was saying all morning, like, I just want to make sure. I just want to put a smile on my dad's face. And I was just talking, and we were walking around. I said, God, just talk to me. So 
So I heard I heard a word, and I said, okay, I want you to be like like make it clear. But throughout the day, he made it extremely clear <laughs> of this word that I want to talk about tonight. So I'm going to share the topic after I'm done. I'm going to read some couple of scriptures. Anybody that know me, I am giving the word of encouragement from the word of God. So if you all could grab your Bibles, your electronics and papers, and write down all the scriptures, and after everything is said and done, I believe the line will be open for conversation and remarks. So um, tonight, we're going to go to the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 5, and I'm coming from verses 1 through 14. The translation is the Amplified Bible Classic Edition. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 14. The um, translation is the Amplified Bible Classic Edition. Okay? And it says, therefore, be imitators of God, copying him and following his examples. As well, beloved children, imitate their father. Verse 2. And walk in love, esteeming and delight in one another, as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, as flame offering and sacrifice to God for you, so that it become a sweet aroma. But immorality, sex, vice, and all impurity of lust, rich, wasteful living, or greenness must not even be be named among you as as is fitting and properly among saints. God concentrated people. Verse four. Let there be no filthy others or pronounce the word. Obvious apologize. Insensitive nor foolish and sinfulness. Silly or corruption. Talk nor corruption. Chilling which are not fitting or becoming, but instead voice your thankfulness to God. For be sure of this, that no person practices sexual versity or impurity in thoughts or life, or one who is conversing, con- converse, converse, who has lustful desires for the property of others and greed for gain, for he, in effect, is a adulterer, has any inherited in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Verse 6, let no one delude and deceive you with empty excuses and groundless arguments for these sins, for though these things the wrath of God come upon the sons of rebellion and disobedience. So do not associate or be sharing with them. For once you were dark, you were in darkness, but now you are the light in the world. Walk as children of the light, leading the lives of those near, neighboring born to the light for the fruit, the effects, the products of the light, nor the spirit consists in every form of kindness, goodness, uprightness of heart, and trueness of life. And, and try to learn 
in your experience what is pleasing to the Lord. Let your life be contrary, constant proof of what is, is more mostly acceptable to him. Take no part in and have no fellowship with the fruitless deeds and enterprise of darkness, but instead let your let your life be so in track as to expose and reprove and conflict them. For it is a shame even to speak or mention the things that such people practice in secret. Verse 13, but when anything, but when every anything is exposed or reapproached it by the light, it is, it is made visible and clear. Where there, where everything is invisible and clear, there is light. Therefore, he says, awake, O sleepy, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall shine, make day dawn upon you, and give your light. Look carefully, then how you walk. Live purposeful and worthless and accurate, not as the unwise or the wireless, but but as wise, sensitive, and intelligent people. Amen. I read it to 5, 15, 8, 14. I apologize um, about the translation. Some translation in the Bible be a little bit something else. Okay. So that was in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 14. So um, we're going to read... Um, First, First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verses four through seven. First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verses four to seven, from the NS, the NCV translation, and that's the New Century version. The New Century, New Century version. That's the translation I'm gonna be reading in First Corinthians. Chapter 13, verses 4 through 7. And it says, Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous. It does not brag. And it is not proud. Love is not rude. It is not selfish and does not get upset with others. Love does not count up wrongs that has been done. Love takes no pleasure in evil, but rejoice over the truth. Love patiently accepts all things. It always trusts, always hopes, and always endures. Amen. I want to go back to Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 to 14, and I want to read that back again. I didn't like the other translation I used. Um, um, it sounds something else to me, so I apologize um, to you all. Um, I'm going to read it from the AMP. Okay, the Amplifier. It says, therefore, become imitators of God. Copy him and follow his examples. As well, beloved children, imitators their fathers, and walk continually in love, that is, value one another, practice empathy and compassion, 
unselfishly seek the best for others, just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us and offering and sacrifice to God, slaying for you so that it become a sweet fragrance. But sexual morality and all moral impurity in deceit, dissented, offense behaviors or greed must not even be hinted at among you as, as is properly among saints. For as believers, our way of life, whether in public or in private, reflect the validities of our faith. Thank you, Lord. Let there be no filthiness and silly talk or coarse, obsessed, or venerous joking, because such things are not appropriate for believers. But instead, speak of your thankfulness to God. For be sure of this, no immoral, impure, or greedy person for that one is in fact me. An adulterer, adulterer, has any inherited in the kingdom of Christ and God. For such a person place a high value on something other than God. Let no one deceive you with empty arguments that encourage you to sin. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the son of disobedience. Those who inhabitably sin. So do not practice, do not apologize, do not participate or even associate with them in the rebellionness of sin. For once you were were in darkness, but now you are the light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. Live as those who are neighbors born to the light. For the fruit, the effect, the results of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Trying to learn by experience what is pleasing to the Lord and letting your lifestyle be example of what is most acceptable to him. Your behavior expressing gratitude to God for your salvation. Thank you, Lord. Do not participate in the wordless and unproductive deed of doctors, but instead expose them by explaining, I apologize if I pronounce it wrong, personal integrity, moral and courage, and godly character. For it is disgraceful even to mention the things that such people practice in secret. But all things become invisible when they are exposed by the light of God's precept. For it is light that makes everything invisible. For this reason, he says, awake sleepers and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine as dawn upon you and give you light. Amen. May the blessing of reading the word of the Lord. So tonight, the, the first scripture was Ephesians 5, verses 1 through 14.
I had started out from the Amplified Classic, and then I proceeded to read 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 to 7, in the New Century, Century Version, and then I proceed to read Ephesians 5, verses 1 through 14, in the Amplified. Um, so the main scripture that I'm coming from tonight is Ephesians 5, verses 2. And it says, Ephesians 5, verse 2, the Amplified, it says, and walk continue in love that is value one another, practice empathy and compassion, unselfishly seek the best for others, just as Christ also loved you, and give himself up for us an offering and sacrifice to God to slay, slay for you so that it becomes a sweet aroma, a sweet fragrance. And so that's the main verse. So my, my title tonight is Walking in Love. Um, so I'm going to, you know, um, when God gave to me, I was like, you know, I wanted to, you know, to hear the Lord. And he said, I want you to talk about walking in love. So that's why I gave you 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 to 7. So I got some points down here for you guys. It says walking in walking in the love of God is is to walk in the commands of God, in obedience to His word. Repeat that again. Walking in the love of God is to walk. Walking in the love of God is to walk in the commands of God, in the obedience to His word. So, if you say you, you want to walk in the love of God. You have to walk in the, his commands. You have to obey. You have to obey his commands to walk in the love of God. You can't say you love God, but you don't follow his commands. That's contradicting what you say that you love God. Amen. God is love, and anyone born of God expects to love because it is a proof that you know God. I'm going to keep that again. God is love. And everyone born of God is expect to love because it is a proof that you know God. You can't say you love God, but you don't, you don't give love out or you don't love people because God is love. God called us to be blessed. God called us to bless us. And so as you obey him, you enjoy the benefit that God, that goes with being obedient to God. So God called us to bless us. And so as you obey him, you will enjoy the benefits that goes with obeying God. So as children of God and we walk in the love of God, he wants to shower you, just like we want to take care of our children, just like we want to take care of our parents, just like we want to take care of our spouse or our brothers and sisters in Christ. That's a gratitude of affection that we show the love of God to in the different types of relationships that we have. Amen. If you are walking in the God kind of love, his love works in and through you will be more than enough for every situation. Let me repeat that again. If you are walking in the God kind of love, his love working in and 
through you will be more than enough for every situation. So if you have the God kind of love, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna saturate every situation. It's gonna work out for you because you have the love of God, and if you have the love of God, you express it. It's like a fragrance that you just flirting it through everything, every situation, every circumstance. So love is like love is like light. It, it, it will permeate into every situation. Amen. The God, the God kind of love will put you over in life because God is is love. Let me repeat that slowly. The God kind of love will put you over in life because God is love. And walking in love is is, is profitable, not just in this life, but also in the life to come. So meaning that if you have the God kind of love, it's going like to pretty much over overshadow you. It's going to overshadow you. And everything that... Everybody that connects with you, they're going to come and connect them up with God in you. Amen? We often hear it from a performing perspective or something we must do, not something that we should believe and have in our hearts established and affected that we should live as saints of God. We are the imitators, in Ephesians chapter 5, in the beginning it talked about, we are the imitator of Christ. Do as our Father do, does it until we do it. So meaning, we, if God is love, we should be loved. So if we say we are believers of God, you can't say, oh, I don't love, then, you, then, you're, not, then you're not a believer of God. Because you've got you to gotta follow the precepts and the commands of God. You can't say you love God, but you don't like people because God is love and God loves people. God is a, if you, if you say you care about God, you have to be in the business of people because God is love. God is about people. That's the whole reason why he gave his only begotten son for us. So he could, we, we all can have an opportunity to walk in the love of God. Amen. So, um, Okay, God has not called people to seek him in vain. It pays to walk in the love. It, it pays to walk in love, in obedience to the word. God has not called people to seek him in vain. It pays to walk in love and in obedience to God's word. Because when you honor where he got to line you up, you know, John 15, this is a sideboard. It says, John 15, verse 3, it says, Verse 3, I believe, or 5, I think it's 3 more. It says, the word of God comes to clean you. So once you become a new creature, which is 2 Corinthians 5, 17, you're going to have to, things are going to be like when you line up, the things that was before you gave yourself to Christ, it got to be pruned up. So there's going to be some pruning and some squeezing and some stretching that's going to take place when you start to walk in the love of God. Amen? Walking in the love of God not only gives you eternal life in heaven, but also great, great earthly benefits. These benefits are very vital if you 
is you are to enjoy the victory and successfully in life. So God's going to take care of you. He hooked you up. So I'm going to give you a couple of things, a couple um, um benefits of walking in love. Amen? The benefits of walking in love, the blessings. One is blessings. Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 through 2, in the New King Translation, it says, Now it shall come to pass, if you digitally obey the, the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I commend you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all the nation of the earth. All these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Walking in love and you will attract God's blessing to yourself. It automatically such that when you love your neighbor as Jesus loves, shower the blessings are released to you. Therefore, if you want to experience God awesome blessing, the best thing to do is love unconditionally. I know, I know it's tight, I know, but you have to love conditionally. You have to you have to follow God's command in order to be attained to blessing. You can't do certain things. You have to do everything in obedience. Amen? The second one is identification with Christ, with Jesus, I should say. Identification of with Jesus. And this is John 13, verse 34 and 35 of the New King James Version. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I love you, that you also love one another by this, all will know that you are my disciple if you have love for one another. Keyword, you have to love one another. You are, you are identifying with Jesus when you walk in love. Love is the symbol of the believer. The, the, the summary of the New Testament is to love God with all your heart with all your soul, with all your might and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. Obeying this command is in in, um, this distance. You are following. You are as a follower of Christ. Meaning you become, you carry the characteristics of Christ. You may not not know somebody. You don't have to know somebody to love them. If you say you are a child of God, you say you love God, everything that God loves, you should love. Because that's the nature of Christ. That's how we walk in love. Amen? The third one is the destruction of fear and torment. The destruction of fear and torment. And that's First John 4.18. And it's with the New King James translation. It says, there is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear because it involvement involves torment. But he who fears has not been made, per, made perfect in love. Okay, that's the verse. A man who walks in, in iniquity has every reason to fear and to be tormented, but not someone who is walking in love. He is clean before God. And 
a man and so is entitled to God's protection over his life and all that belongs to him, he will not need to fear, neither will he be tormented since God is on his side. For if God been, if God is before you, who can be against you? So in 1 John 4, 18, when it talks about there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because it involves torment. But he who fear has not been made perfect in love. When God loves you, it's free. You don't have to worry about it. it this, it's, 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 it's a form of peace. Once you with God, you don't have to fear. You know what I mean? God will cover you and protect you. So you don't have to feel like, oh, it's a punishment. Oh, it's a punishment. Oh, God, I don't care. No, even when you make a mistake and you go back and you repent to God, God loves still there. He don't stop loving you because you did something. No, he still, when you come back and you repent, you, get, you, 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 you kind of, you restore yourself back into the relationship with Christ. But God don't stop loving you because you did a, made a mistake. So um, I just encourage someone on this call, like, yes, you may make a mistake. When you acknowledge it, you repent and keep it moving. Continue your relationship with Christ. Amen? The other, the other um, benefit is the, the perfectness of love, the perfection of love. So we have the blessing. We have the, the identification with Jesus. We have the destruction of fear and torment. And now we have the perfection, the perfect, the perfection of love. And that's gonna the scripture that's gonna come out of it is Ephesians sixteen and nineteen from the um, the AMP Classic, and it says, "May He grant you out of the richest treasure of His glory to be strengthened and to be reinforced, reinforced with mighty powers." in the inner man by the Holy Spirit, himself indwelling your innermost being, being and personality. May Christ through your faith actually dwell, settle down, abide, make his perfect home in your heart. May you be rooted deep in love and found security on love. Verse 18, you may have the power and be strong to approach apprehend and grasp with all the same. God devoted people the experience of that love. Whether it's death and the length and the height, the depth of it, that you may already come to know practically through experience from yourself that the love of Christ, which is far surpassed merely knowledge without experience that you may be filled throughout your being unto all the fullness of God. May may have the richest measure of the divine presence and becoming a body whole filled and flooded with God himself. Amen. And that's an example, Ephesians 3, 16, 9, of perfect love. Perfect love Perfect love and his love for you is deeper than we can comprehend because it is perfect love. That's like unconditional that God has for us. 
And then also in First John 4.17, the New King, it says, Herein is our love made perfect. As the saying goes, practice make perfect. Walking in love is perfectly your love. The more you show the love to people, the easier it becomes and the more you desire to extend your love to many others. Amen. And the other one, the other benefit is the duplication of Christ on earth. And that also comes from 1 John 4 and 17, the new King James. It said, love has been perfect among us in this day that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because because as he is, so we are we in this world. Perfect love calls us to live like Jesus in this world. That means to live like live a life of victory, successful and abundant, a life void of sickness and disease, a life filled with joy and peace and etc. Therefore, you do not have to wait until you get to heaven to be like Jesus. Walking in the love of God, Karat the honor. We have we confront we have the we have the encounter and the honor too. So meaning that we get a chance to experience heaven while we're on earth. As children of God. When we walk in the fullness of the love of God, we get a ch- we get actually get a chance to practice what we're gonna experience in heaven when we walk in love. Amen. The next one is um, confident on the day of judgment, and that's also First John chapter four verse seventeen in the NIV. And it says, "This new way, love is made complete among us, so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment, because in this world we are like him." A walking in love built up the confidence that you will be accepted by God on the day of judgment. You will be at peace without shame and reapproach. You will not be afraid of death because you are sure of eternity with Jesus. So meaning that as believers, when you accept the Christ in life, you know that you, you have eternity with Christ as long as you continue walking with Christ. Um, for that time of transition. And now you, you confidently already prepared. Some people, you know, they're afraid of death, but when you're walking in that love of God and you're doing the things of God that you're supposed to do, you know that you already know the preparation of the transition where you and God are going to be at your relationship because you're already practicing what you're going to do in, on earth, what you're going to do in heaven. Amen. And the, um, the next one is God present. John 14, 23, the New King James. Answer and, answer and said to him, if anyone love me, he will keep my word, and my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. You are a carrier of God present. When you walk in the love of God, both Jesus and the Father made their home with you. 
when you are walking in love. And when you have God present, the victory is assured that is assured that Amen. And the last one is the joy and the pleasure. And that's Psalm sixteen, verse eleven, New King James translation. You will show me the path of life in your presence in fullness of joy at your right hand or pleasure forevermore. The joy and pleasure are almost benefits of walking in love. You experience joy when you show love to others, other persons. Also, you are pleasing and being a contribute to the destiny of many others. And these are just some benefits of walking in love with God. And I just wanted to share this tonight with everyone just to encourage the man of God and woman of God. As believers, it's easy for us to love people when they're doing right. But it's also God wants us to love people even though when they're not doing us right because now we're allowing the fruit of the Spirit to flow through us. And um, it's easy, like I said, it's easy for you to love someone when they are right. But loving somebody, knowing that they're doing you wrong and still can show the gratitude, that is walking in the love of God. Not this, oh, I just love you for the moment. No, loving you in spite of everything you're doing, that's walking in love of God. Then you can obtain the blessing of God. And I, and I just share this with y'all. I'm experiencing that, you know, and I just thank God for the place that God has put in me at in my life because I remember when I was in um, taking some Bible courses, I remember my, my professor at that time, we was doing like this. Um, we were doing the fruit, the um, the fruit of the spirit test. And he was like, "I want you to demonstrate every fruit." And when I got to the love, I couldn't go no no other part. I was stuck in love for a while. And throughout the time of my walk with God, He taught me how to truly love. It's a difference. This is why I gave First Corinthians thirteen verses 4 and 7, is it different to love like the world and love like the like children of God, the biblical way? You know, you know, that's, you know, as if you're a believer, we're supposed to follow the way God way, not the world way, you know. And it took me a while to walk that walk, you know what I mean, because the world way was like, okay, they did me wrong, I'm going to stop being with that person and be done. But in God's kingdom, he told me to love. He said love. Because love casts out all fear, as we learn. Love shifts things. And I can truly say, man and woman of God, I'm experiencing walking in love. And I just encourage someone tonight. I know I gave a lot of scriptures, and I, God purposely had me do this to show you different things. And I just pray that everyone under the sound of my voice take the time and allow God to take you in that path of walking in love in um, the different function so you can obtain the blessing of God. Um, so I just wanted to share that with you all. I wanted to thank you all for tonight, and this is what I have for you guys. Amen.